Welcome to our community. This is Saratova Best. We are finishing the mimer for Chai Elo Chai Elo, very holy day, at the birthday of the Belshant of the Al-Karebbe, which means, of course, we're always saying that there are revolutions going on, huge, huge revolution. And, of course, we began that last week by saying that with the 15th of Elo, the revolution really started to shift over from the masculine aspect to the feminine aspect, from the focus on what do we do in Judaism, tell us what to do, to tell us what the essence of the relationship is all about. So um, even though it goes from the 15th of Elul to the, to the 18th of Elul, to Chai Elul, chronologically, uh, it works backwards. In other words, the Baal Shem Tov was born 1698, yes, did I get it right? Uh and the Alter Rebbe was born 1745, and then that's Prochai Elo. And then Tomchai Tzimim was established 1897. So um, 150 years later, at least. At least. So it goes in uh, backwards, in inverse proportion. Um, as the revolution gets stronger, you know, it, it, it moves forward into history. So, of course, our question is for ourselves. As the dynamic switches more and more, from the masculine to the feminine, about in, in terms of us knowing Hashem, activating the world to know Hashem, spreading the light of Mashiach in the world, as the revolution moves forward and turns upside down, what we want to do is bring ourselves to that way of living, from the more masculine to the more feminine. The more feminine in this Facing more the supportive, supporting each other in our relationship with Hashem, expecting Hashem to support us rather than tough love, do it or else, but really tuning into as we give to others and as us, and as Hashem gives to us, expecting that support from Hashem and and that collaboration of all of us together. For instance, the Chassidish for Brengen is the classical tool of the Reb, that the Rebbe Rashab brought into the world when the Rebbe Rashab said that there will be a hundred years of opposition to those who fight the footsteps of Hashem and those who fight the footsteps of Mashiach. Of course, we say that ended in 2001 or on some, by some other calculations this particular year. The war was mainly fought not with actual weapons or actual physical fighting, but with, those are masculine tools. The war was fought with feminine tools. The power of speech. Power of speech. This is very feminine. The power of knowledge of the relationship, insight into the relationship with Hashem, and speech. So, we're going to continue and finish off the mimer which is speaking about that when I step into that circle of Hashem's life where everything is so luminous and the perspective of life is totally different, as I step into it, I am infused with the light. That, together with my own life, creates an unbelievable light. But Orcha Mira Ar, you know, in your light, in your light, Hashem, my light becomes very, very visible. And when my light becomes very visible, and that's our focus for today, my light becoming visible and illuminating the world. 
the light of a, that a Jew has access to is very powerful, and his unique way of illuminating the world is something revolutionary. I just let, read a letter from the Rebbe in which the Rebbe refers to the idea that a rich man should not give a poor man's offering. In other words, evaluate what you think you have to offer to the world in terms of light. And then multiply it by a million and realize that you have no conception of what your kaifas are, really, and your talents. They're way beyond what you know about yourself. And and imagine that. And imagine imagine that in your Hashem, my life becomes usable, visible. The world is craving it, etc. Okay, so let's look at for a second, let's finish off the mimer by looking at the question of, that we began. Hashem says, my light becomes visible in Hashem's light. And remember, we were saying, it's as if there are, there's, there's a room where you step into that, there are two rooms, there's a dark room, it appears dark as we said yesterday. And then there's a room higher than that. And when you step into that room, everything appears absolutely luminous. And you just can't see darkness. It's just impossible. You know, wherever you, you, you try, try as you may, it just doesn't go there. You know, there are these few people in the world that you just can't suppress them. You know, they're just always upbeat. And You know, no matter what it is, they're always upbeat. So imagine the energy in this room Orcha, this room that we're going to call it, so to speak, a room of Hashem's light, where everything is upbeat, positive, gu'uladik, visible, beautiful, incredible, and it's just not a dark place. It's a very upbeat, luminous place. And yet, as we said, it has a factory-installed kind of a, a light there, which is Hashem's light. And then you come in with your light that's installed into your soul, and you walk into that room, and the combination of the two is just wow. Which, by the way, this is, I, I'm going to venture to say that is Chai Elo. The factory-installed um, energy of Chai Elo is the two luminaries. Stereo, luminosity. Chai Elo, the Valshemtov and the Altareb, and everything that, that that implies. Boom. Wow. You will step into to Chai Elo. It's a very luminous room. It's a very luminous 24 hours. And then you, with your luminous soul, step, step into this luminous day. The combination of the two is just, shoof, massive. The combination of the, in, the, the factory in light in Chayelo, because of these two luminaries, the Baal Shem Tov and the al Inter, 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 one second, well, I'll say that at the end, what they do, but a powerful day. And at the same time, you bring your soul energy into it, and this is a little bit of um, this Pasuk, the Arachanira Or. In your light, Hashem, my light becomes visible. What I am achieving, you know, my light becomes visible. So really, in the Mimer, it's being brought out that what is the orcha, your light? What is this moon? It's Tyra or the light of Tyra. That's what's inside that room. Why is it so luminous in that room? Because it's the light of Tyra, Tyra or. Because it says in Tana Dzeya, 
that there's a world, and then there are two things that come above and beyond before the world, Tyra and Yisrael. And, of course, he says, I don't know which one is higher. And he concludes the Yid is the highest, and then comes Tyra, and then, of course, comes the world as a living laboratory in which we are there to do mischief. And everything, the entire world is created for the purpose of Tyra and the Yid. Okay, so now this idea that in your light, the Orcha, the light of Tyre Hashem, near or my light becomes visible. The light of the Jew becomes visible, which means that, I, 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 you know, to this day, I always repeat that. I, I remember being in Athens, Greece, a million years ago, and passing by, what was it, the American Express, you know, cafe and all these things. People are sitting around, and I see a young woman sitting at a table by herself. And I see people walk up to her and sit down and say, hello, where are you from? And they start to ask her questions, and they ask her, are you Jewish? No, they were not Jewish. They were definitely not Jewish. Um, There were people from Greece, non-Jewish people from Greece, but they asked her very, very... I don't know why. They asked her, are you Jewish? This is in the following way. She said, oh, my parents are of Jewish extraction. Right? Her parents are of Jewish extraction. Meaning she had no idea who she is. Okay, standard, pretty standard, yeah. I was not the one asking her the question. It was just a passing scene that I found curious. Um at that time, and what she was, what we know is that if you take this young woman, who all she knows about her Judaism, about her light, or her light, is that her parents are out of Jewish expression. That's all she knows. Now, you take the light of Tyra, you shine it on her, which is the Archa, is the light of Hashem, the light of Tyra, Tyra Archa and you shine it on her, then Mira or then all of a sudden she becomes aware of her light, and everyone else becomes aware of her light. Which maybe you could say that Hashem sent these two non-Jews to sit with her and ask her this question. I don't know what it had to do with anything. You know, are you Jewish? And she said, my parents are, the Jew- are of Jewish extraction. You know, I, I would have loved to follow her history and it was a lot of years ago and find out where she is and what she's doing now and et cetera. You know, maybe she's going to listen to this podcast. And <laughs> I don't even know. I don't remember what she looked like. Oh, I'm a young woman. I don't know. Maybe actually, maybe she was in her 30s. She was a lot older than me. Um, I don't know. Did the Urcha, the light of Tyra, ever illuminate her soul so near or so that she became, it became obvious who she is and she became luminous in herself and spread the light and is spreading the light of Mashiach in the entire world. This is not a story that I'm cryptically telling about myself. It was actually another person sitting there at that table as American Express. You know, so who knows though? So this is the concept of the Urcha Nira Ur, that, um, the light that is revealed through Archa, through Tyre Ar, is the source of Yisrael, 
that is this, this light is the source of us, the Jew, who's revealed, and our light that's revealed through Torah. Okay. Now we're going to conclude with the Mimer. And this is what it means, Kumi Stand up and shine. Rise up and shine. Because your light has come, your light has arrived. As we said, this Mimer having been said in Tafshin Lama Gimel, 1973, which is a, um, was a pivotal time, the beginning of Balchuva Yeshivas for Women. Stand up, rise up and shine because your light has arrived. That was what was happening historically then and repeats itself every year. On this day of Chai Elul, the, the, the Baal Shemtov and the, and, and the Alter Rebbe are calling out to us and of course they're calling out to us because Yeshaya, Yeshayahu was calling out to us from way back then through the, this is the Haftarah Parshas Hisabah. Yeshayahu is calling out to us. And from that, and he's calling out to us, arrive and shine because your light has come. Your light has now arrived. Use it and shine. And then the Baal Shem took this. And the Alter Rebbe took this. And the Rebbeim takes this. And we take it at this moment and say, arise and shine. Your light has come. These two things, Uri Va'archa, Uri means wake up, stand up, or stand up. You know, stand up. Wake up and stand up. And orcha. That is like two, two in Yonim of orcha nira or. In your light, Hashem, my light is revealed, which is at the beginning of the minor. Orcha, your light, Hashem, the light of Tyra. Sorry, the light of the Jew is like like the light of Hashem, or Shacha, the Kumi Uri, and stand up and shine it. Now, the light of the Yidden is shining. That's like the light that is a light that's visible through Hashem's light. And again, we're saying that the light that we end up shining because Hashem illuminated us takes Hashem's light in some, on some level to a higher place, so to speak. We'll understand this by what's written in um, about the idea of a neshama and a body. Because about neshamas it says, you are the sons of Hashem. Your, your soul is Hashem's son, child. And therefore the love that he has to you that comes because of your soul, he loves your soul. God loves your soul. Hashem loves your soul. That's a natural love. What do you mean? You're his child. He's going to love you no matter what. You're good. You're not so good. You're obnoxious. You're not obnoxious. He loves you. You're his child. He loves your neshama. Because it's his child. Um, um, and the, the, where does this love come from? It comes from a level where there, there's kind of a reason. Why do you love me, Hashem? No reason. No, not reason. No, no reason. Come on. Why do you love me, Hashem? Why do you love my neshama, Hashem? Truthfully, in all transparency, yeah. Because you're my child. Oh, okay. Well, Hashem, then that's based on a reason. 
What if you forgot that I were your child? Would you stop loving me? God forbid. Um, well, no, but, but this love, once it's based on the teeniest, tiniest reason, isn't coming from the essence of things. It's coming from a reason. I love you because you're my child. But then, there's a love and a connection that Hashem has with us that comes from the physical part of ourselves. And, and that's, uh, that's not because physically we're so amazing. Because we, we look like everybody else and a lot of the time act like everybody else. And it doesn't even have, on the physical level, the body of a Jew. doesn't even have the advantage of being Hashem's child, the Mila Atzvitz. But rather, Hashem says, I just feel like choosing you. I just feel like choosing you. That's what I want to do. I just feel like choosing you. Free choice. My free choice and all free choice comes from Atmos, from the very essence of things. There's no reason. Hashem, why do you send me over such and such a person? I don't know. I just decided I want to. That's coming from the very essence of things. The Maila of the Neshama of the soul, your soul, your Neshama, is a child to Hashem. That's obvious. Everybody knows on the level of your soul, you know, Hashem prefers you, you have the best, you have the highest quality soul, everybody knows that, you know, that's a no-brainer. But your body, you know, when you're walking, when you're standing at the checkout counter in Walmart and you're hopefully acting Canadian, which is polite, and not pushing a line, right, you're acting fine, does anybody, you think they're going to take you first? Why should they take you first? Oh, my goodness, I see that you're a luminous Jewish person. What luminous Jewish person? You want to buy some notebooks? Then they want to buy some notebooks. Why should, they, why should the cashier take you first? It's not visible that you have anything special. How many notebooks? Oh, maybe you bought more notebooks. You're buying notebooks and pens and erasers and some protein powder and some slippers and some <laughs> what else? green tea and uh, some towels and cushions and little throw rug and all that other stuff. Why should they take you first? You have any Mila? They're not seeing your soul. If they saw your soul, they'd go, oh, wow, take you first. They see you physically. You look like everybody else. Ma'am, please stand behind the line, social distancing, six feet. Ma'am, please put on your mask and social distance. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for observing the rules. That's it. So, remember, on the level of your physicality, your body, you were chosen by Asma. That is not visible at all. They aren't taking you first in line. You're going to have to stand in line in, in, in Walmart. But when your soul serves, works together with your body, your neshama works together with your guf, then we have an amazing combination. Everybody knows that your soul is different. That's why they were nasty to us. Should I say the nasty? We have horrible, terrifying, horrific centuries of Jewish history of oppression. They couldn't stand us. They couldn't stand that our neshama came from a very different place. You're, you know directly, Hashem's child. But, 
when the two of them work together, your soul and your body, what you have is the the advantage of Hashem loves you because he's your, you're his son, you're his child, and he also loves you for no reason. He simply chose you from the essence of things. And therefore, and here we're going to sum it all up, now we understand, stand up, arise and shine, because your light has arrived. Because your light, that's the light of your neshama. When it says arise and shine, that means you have the light of your soul. Um, the light of your soul needs to do its job and work on your body and mench it out, basically, and to illuminate it. And then what happens? This process a much higher thing happens than just the light of your neshama. The light of your soul is amazing, but there's better than that. Because the Indian Orcha near Ar, the light that is visible through Orcha, the light that is visible from the combination of your soul and your body is something that's, wow, pretty unprecedented. And therefore, and the Friedrich Rebbe explains um, in his mind, with you as the source of life, life, L-I-F-E, Hashem, this Pasuk, is what we say to God, to Hashem at the time of Golis. During Golis, we say, Hashem, with you as the source of life. Because at the time of Golis, we have a tremendous thirst for godliness, even more than at the time of the Beis HaMikdash. And the Hashem tells us, and it's his birthday today, he's the Baal who led us, he's the birthday person today. He says on the following puzzle, Kamalach HaNafshi, Kamalach HaBasari, right? We know this famous, and the famous song that I can't sing now. Kamalach HaNafshi. Um, my soul thirsts for you. My, my very flesh is longing for you. In a, in a desert, in a wasteland. A tired and, and thirsty. No water. In a desert, barren place. Nothing. No inspiration. No visibility. Gullus. Dark. Problems. More decisions. More stuff to deal with. Wow, who can take it anymore? In holiness, I will perceive you. So this idea of this thirst that we have, my soul thirsts for you, that's in Gullus, in this dry desert wasteland. But when we say, we say, I just long to see you in holiness. I'm really tired of looking through the fog, Hashem. I can't anymore. In the time of Gullus, we say, Hashem, come on, it's too much. With you, with you is the source of life. In your light, light becomes visible, and our own light becomes visible. With you, Rabbi Shalom, there is a source, there is a well, wellspring of life. 
with your lumina, with your lichtikait, we become luminous. And as it says um, in the Yalk Shimoni, Kumi Uri, when it says, arise and shine, that's for us. We're being told, arise and shine, stand up. Your time has come. The light designated for you has arrived. Arise and shine. Why? Kiva Orcha. Well, therefore, meaning in in Hashem's light, your light will be visible. Your light has arrived. Step into that circle of light, and you will become luminous. That when Hashem says to us, "Arise and shine, kumi ori," because your light has arrived here, um, meaning. In the simple words, your light has arrived. Open the package. Go to the door. There's a package. It has your name on it. Open it up. There's your light, custom designed for you. You know, install the app on your phone, and boom. You know, there's a little card in there, and there's instructions, and you you, you put the code in, and it puts the app on your phone, and you are able to be luminous, and the time has come. It's come. It's talking about the time of Geula. It's at your door, and your light is waiting to be revealed. But also in Gullus. This is not a. This is not just a dream. You know, when Mashiach comes, I'll have all this light, and I'll be able to shine, and. I'll rise and shine and la di and I'll sing the song. It means also at the time of Gullus. That even at the time of Gullus, and especially the last minutes of Gullus, and enough is enough, Hashem. It's too crazy, it's too dark, it's too awful. At that moment, it's still possible and obligatory to do kumi uri kivar lech. This obligation and the possibility of arise and shine spoken to you because your light has arise, arrived. It is absolutely possible in these seconds. Both about the light of your soul, your neshama, orcha, and about the light with which the light of your physical life, your practical life that has been illuminated all these years by your neshama, by your soul. And through everything we do in Gullus, and especially through this this is the last line. When we do this Avaita, arise and shine, stand up and shine because your light is arriving. When we do this, we hasten even more the gula of the future that then you will have a rise and shine, kumi ori, kivarech, then we will have it happening literally. We will all stand up and shine. No one will dispute it ever again. No one will ever look at you and say, you can do that, really? And we won't have enemies and we won't have, everyone will perceive your light and beg you to shine it on them. Because we'll have it literally, shakfar ba. It will be, a thing already done deal, set to complete. It's here, done. You're shining. In a way of Zrizis quickly. As the end of the Haftira says, Achishana. So may we 
And let's just say one word about, about Chai Elo. First of all, when we, may we be blessed to shine this light on Chai Elo in the fullest way. And just to say, to end off with the feminine aspect of it, that again, as the Baal Shem Tov came along and revealed, we'll say, the essence of what the relationship with Hashem is about in a pretty general way. And then the Alter Rebbe came along some years later and said, and now let's take it apart detail by detail. And not just have a heart that's on fire with Hashem, with love for Hashem, like, yes, let's feel the love for Hashem, but let's understand what it is. Let's understand the relationship. This that was never possible before. To understand, to know Hashem and understand the relationship, not just feel it, but understand it, which would then feed the ability to have a deeper relationship and back and forth and back and forth. This is Chayelo. And, and of course, the highest of Elo, the real highest the real juicy part of the relationship. This is my beloved. I am to him. He is to me. This is activated to, to, to today, as on today. As the Rebbe says in Sichas, Chayel gives the highest in the Avaida of It shows us how to do it and enables us to do it and activates the whole process, activates that relationship, activates Hashem's ability to send us light and our ability to step into that light and shine incredible amounts of light and go to the next level and the next and the next and step into a bigger circle of light and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and take and receive from Hashem to us constantly. And through this, usher in, in a very feminine way, the Bulimbita Sveshlina, and it should be right now on high level. Find yourself in the base of the Shlishi. This is what you initialize. Keep the run you shot me off for a higher level, but may you find yourself together with her in the base of the